Yo, what's up, guys? This is Cutting Deep. This is episode 17, and I got... Alina Rodriguez. All right, so let's just went <laughs> jump straight to it. Mm-hmm. I've been knowing I've been knowing Elena since she stole my pit bull a long time ago. Oh, <laughs> no, sorry about that. Hey, he's happy though. Yeah, he's happy. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. He's, hey, he's got a whole family now. <laughs> yeah, he could have been my family, but it's oh, straight. Okay, okay. <laughs> but um, all right. What do you do? Uh, so now um, I just moved back to Plant City last year. Um. And it's it's weird because like it's it's cool that I get to do this now because mm-hmm. it's kind of like wrapping up the whole year and I'm kind of just reflecting a lot. I thought about it a lot before um, coming here to do this podcast. Nice. So this is like a reflection yeah. of the whole year, and actually it makes sense because we're coming down to the end of the year. Yeah, because around this time last year, I was just moving back from San Diego. Mm. Um, I had already done my four years in the Navy, so I was just like um, ready to get out. Like, right um covid really like messed it up really really messed it up but you know either way i still made it through um yeah a lot of people were having a hard time with that but now moving back um just readjusting to like civilian life and everything was just Mm -hmm. way different i didn't think it was going to be that bad the whole time i was like oh i got a plan i'm good like i'm set and yeah like i had a whole bunch of plans coming back um from the navy but I had to take a step back and I was just like, mm-hmm. dang, like I'm really burnt out. Like I was from like, the Navy work. Yeah. The Navy and just like life in general, mm-hmm. like life in general, like up until the year that I got out, mm-hmm. like it had been like all gas, no breaks. Like yeah. ever since I've been a kid, like all gas, no breaks, like no break at all. And it's just like one thing after another. And I was just like, okay, what's next? Like, what's the next challenge? What's mm-hmm. the next goal? What's the next dream that I'm going to accomplish? And finally like this year uh this year was like really really pivotal for me Mm -hmm. like it was a big deal for me and i had all these plans coming into this year specifically i was like okay i'm i'm getting out i want to do this i want to start a business i want to do all these things like accomplish all these things yeah i did a lot this year but my main focus i think at the end of the day was healing okay and like i don't know if you saw my last post like i said 2022 healing 2023 building Mm. like because now i feel like i'm able to i'm able to readjust my life to that yeah and like i kept telling myself like throughout this year i was like dang like i I didn't get to do all the things that i said i was gonna do Mm -hmm. but one thing that i am very proud of is i feel like i finally like reached that that phase in my life where i'm like completely healed yeah and like i feel a lot better i feel refreshed i feel renewed are you Um, the most happiest you've ever been in your life right now you won't even imagine i could tell no i could tell I I feel like this year, I won't lie, like I cried so much by Mm -hmm. myself. Like, I'll be real with you. Like, I probably cried so much this year. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I can't even like think of a time when I wasn't like I'd be in my car, like just all of a sudden start crying. Yeah, I'd be in the gym lifting weights all of a sudden start crying, like looking at myself in the mirror, just like start crying. Mm. And it was just like raw human emotion that I had been holding back for so long. That I finally, I was like, you know what? Let me just let it out. You know what's crazy? I just seen um, a video on Instagram. You know Gary uh, V? Oh, yeah. The entrepreneur? Yeah. yeah, he's awesome. So that's crazy that you say that. I, I seen somebody walk up to him. He was like, hey, I'm an entrepreneur. Uh-huh. I make $100 million a year. I have a wife. I have a, a family. And back then, I was always like that poor kid. You know, I, mm. I, I grew up poor, poor, like dirt poor. My yeah. family couldn't even buy me pants, you know? And he says, I have all this, but 
I still feel like that poor kid. And then yeah. the guy was just like, well, that's good, right? You're like, you're humble. He was like, no, like, I want to get that out of me. Like, that's an insecurity uh, I have that, that, that I just want to break that out, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I still feel like that poor kid, even though I accomplished all this stuff. And I just want to, like, take a break. Yeah. I want to heal. Yeah. So, Gary V literally said, look, I can tell just by talking to you that there's, like, probably, like, three or four things that are bothering you. That you just want to scream out. Mm-hmm. That you just want to say to everybody, you know, you know? Mm-hmm. So, he was like, legal-wise, I can't. I can't say what I want to say. Mm. Then Gary Vee was like, well, find, find help. Find, find a therapist, you know? Heal. Yeah. Heal with the therapist. A lot of people don't know that the power of just saying something to somebody yeah. that you don't even know, you know, can, can release a yeah. lot of energy, you know, that no, you don't definitely. need. So that's what he said. And that's what's kind of reminding me of uh, what you're talking about right now, which is crazy, you know? Yeah, like you hear, Like hearing that from you and then just seeing a video from that yesterday. Yes. But, that's... that's- Honestly, like I feel like it's a good thing that I've been seeing that a lot more with a lot of a lot of people, and I'm glad that now in our generation they're really like stepping up with that whole seek like mental help. It's a big dilemma going on. Like it's it's a serious thing, and I think a lot of it has to do with just the way we live our lives now, especially mm-hmm. here in America. Like it's so messed up here. Like think about all the mass shootings we have now, and it's because yeah. like we're so messed up in the heads like they're we just live, they're just like two like two of them this week yeah all, part, all yeah. over like you can't even count them anymore mm-hmm. like it's ridiculous and just i was even talking to my my auntie about this because one of my aunties she lives in spain mm-hmm. and just like the way of life for people in europe compared to the way of life here in america it's just completely different yeah. like they have time they have a siesta time they like they actually go home and they cook their meals because they have to make everything from scratch. Mm. And like here, like everything is so fast paced. Like yeah. we have fast food restaurants. Everywhere. Like everybody's like rushing around. Like we're all plugged into our phones. Like not that they're they're not doing that in other places of the mm-hmm. world, but like you don't see people just like casually bike riding <coughs> throughout the day. And like everybody's oh, yeah. like busy, you know, busy, 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 and going crazy. And I feel like. And I get a lot of my things from Instagram or just things I see. Yeah. But which is which is normal because I feel like that's where everything's going to, you know, social yeah. platforms. But I also seen a thing where Andrew Tate is like, yeah, we're all becoming slaves. Yeah. Like, if you really think about it. We really are. So, if a lot of people don't know, but the owners of TikTok are from China. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure not a lot of people know this. They actually censor things in, like, TikTok. The people, the people, what people see on TikTok is not what we see here. No. So, on TikTok. No. What they're programming, doing the, um, I guess, the analytics. Yeah. They're showing the people over there, like, cooking videos. Yeah. Um, mental health videos. How to. How to mm-hmm. do, uh, how to get rich, you know? Mm-hmm. And what do you think they're showing over here that they program? We're oh, watching, like, people, like, doing stupid shit, yeah. like, driving, shooting booty, people. Booty dancing. <laughs> drinking, booty dancing. And it's basically, they're, yeah. they're dumbing us down. They're dumbing our nation no, down. Are. Yeah, they're dumbing our nation down when they're, they're like. They're smart. They're smart. It's a smart thing to do. Honestly, they're, they're I think it's, 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 it's a crazy plan, but that's really what I see no. going on. It's like a mental slavery going on right now. Yeah, and if, um, that reminds me, have you seen The, the Social Dilemma on Netflix? Mm-mm. That's Ooh, a. You gotta watch a, it. It's a Netflix series? Yeah, so it's it's like a docu series. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of film and then they show like people that actually worked for Google and like Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter. Like they they have the person who create created the like button for Facebook. Yeah, and like there are a whole bunch of people that used to work for these uh, social media uh, companies, and they were basically talking about like all the psychology mm-hmm. that was put behind all these things. Like I was talking to one of my buddies and he was saying that like. 
it's so sad because our attention span is it's now limited to 10 seconds mm. like we can't sit still anymore like yeah. you have all these people with like adhd add like or like you know, like on edge. Yeah. you know they're on edge and like it just you got to take a step back and like slow life down a bit so mm -hmm. for me that's why i've been like trying to connect a lot more with nature mm -hmm. um everything starts in nature it literally like literally and figuratively speaking it grounds you mm. like it grounds you and like that's why i was having issues with um i was diagnosed with like severe anxiety and depression mm -hmm. while i was in the navy and I was over here, like, thinking, like, damn, like, I, I'm messed up. Like, I'm I'm broken. I'm messed up. Mm -hmm. But um, coming back here and, like, reconnecting with myself, reconnecting with my family, reconnecting with my roots and everything, I felt so much better. And, like, I learned how to be more present. What was the process of you finding yourself? Like, what did you do? It could probably help somebody that's listening. So Yeah, no, definitely. What, what, what was the process that you took? Like, what was the very first step? You were saying Ooh. that you were broken and, and everything, but... I mean, really, it's up to you, you know? Yeah, it's all mental, yeah. It's all in your head. And that was that was the thing with me is, like, I was telling myself all these things, so I was believing it. Mm -hmm. And, like, a lot of people, they're like, you know, oh, I, I remember I was talking to another person one time, and he was just saying a whole bunch of stuff, and I was just like, why would you say that? Like, that's so negative. Like, that's yeah. so draining. That Why would you say it? He's like, it's the truth. I was like it's your truth mm -hmm. like it's your truth you can decide what you want to believe in yeah and that clicked in my head and finally i started internalizing that mm -hmm. um but there's also a difference between having to like constantly tell yourself things and actually believing things yeah because i also read in one book um I don't know if you've read it, but you should read it if you ever read it. It's called The, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yeah, I read it. Okay, I love that book. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love that book. But um, he had a really good point. He's like, if you have to constantly reassure yourself and tell you tell yourself things, mm -hmm. it's because you don't really believe it. Yeah. Yep. You have to like constantly tell yourself that. So once you finally like don't have to do that anymore, that's how you know like it's it's in you. It's in you, yeah. It's part of you. It's really about like um, you know, they say talk is cheap, actions. Yeah. You just got to exactly. do it, you know. Exactly. That too. You got to you got to just do it. Yeah, you just got to do it like mhm. Mm One day I finally decided like, you know what? Let me just forget about all that. Um and I had to be a lot more conscious and like self-aware mm -hmm. of like me, my reactions to things, my reactions to other people, their reactions to me. Mm -hmm. Like once you reach this level of like self-awareness it's a game changer and like yeah. emotional like um mastery like becoming a master of your own emotions like almost um i don't know if you've ever heard of it but like being becoming a stoic mm -hmm. like where you truly like you become a master of your own emotions and like nothing that's phases you, you. Not, nothing phases you that's where nothing you can control and you. i feel like you know who i've seen that and so many uh, entrepreneurs, so many business people, yeah. they've really mastered their oh, emotions. Yeah. You know, you can say whatever you want to say and it won't phase them. Yeah. They can literally be, you say one thing that doesn't have any interest or any benefit to them, they'll just walk away. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I feel like I've, I've reached that uh, two years ago. Good. But, you know, like that's where I really grounded myself to to find myself too. It wasn't it wasn't that long ago. A lot of people say though, like you're always you're, you were always a hard worker and things like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I could have. I probably was a hard worker, but I wasn't like true to myself yet. You know, right. I didn't find myself or discover myself t till two years ago. Yeah. Which isn't isn't that long of a time, you know. Right. But like again, we I think we reached what two years ago. I was twenty four. 
Oh, okay. You know, so it was already like, I'm 26 now, so. It's crazy how time passes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you started working out too. Did you, do you think working out really helped you mentally as well? Oh my God, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, <coughs> um, in high school and like all throughout my life, like I was always like super overweight. Like I didn't do nothing athletic. Like I was not an athlete growing up. I didn't do anything. I didn't know anything about nutrition. I didn't know, I didn't know anything about working out or anything like that. Um, I joined the Navy cause I was trying to get out of, get out of my house. I was in a mm-hmm. really, really toxic environment. And I knew that like, I know your, your, your family was very uh, we were, strict. Yeah, huh? yeah. They were extremely strict, extremely conservative. I mean, I was so isolated. Like, we didn't have neighbors. We didn't have kids to play with. Like, we went to school. I did homework. I'd go home. I'd help my mom or help her with school. We had a farm. Um, I was always working on the farm, even in the summers. Um, Like, we were extremely isolated. Like, nobody in our family wanted to come over and visit us because they were going to (laughs) work. Nobody (laughs) wanted to come visit us. I I was like, damn, like... Me and my sister, we, we uh, you know, we're going to yeah. be best friends. Like, we fought a lot, but me and my sister are really close. And Same. That's what happened with me. Me and my brother fought a lot, but now we're super close. Like, yeah. I, I never thought we were going to reach this level of like, closeness. Yeah. But it, it's here, and it's just like a weird, good it's feeling. It's beautiful, though. Yeah. It's it's, it's a weird, good feeling. We're now, like, yeah. if we haven't talked in a while, we call each other. Like, yeah. you're doing good. My, my little brother, you know? He's like a serious, he's the serious one. I'm more of the goofy. Uh, yeah. Goofy and all of that, you know? So, it's <laughs> Like, I like to I like to fuck around, but We're, yeah, yeah. He's like the serious one. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I find it cool me. because like that's how me and my sister are because we kind of balance each other mm-hmm. out, and I I really like that. No, yeah. There's times where I like I'm the older brother, but my little brother was the one giving me advice when I was being Yo, bad. You same. Know? He was same. like, man, like just chill. Like I know if you don't like if you don't stop going out at three o'clock in the morning, like mom's really gonna kick oh. you out. Like chill, chill. <laughs> Like, you know, he would tell me that. Nice. He was like, man, just just try for one week. Like, he would, like, tell me that all the time. I'm like, Dang. fuck. And he would be like, just chill. You know, he was just telling me, like, little advice, you know. But, like, me seeing that now, I'm like, damn, like, mm-hmm. my little brother did care about me, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. that's sweet. No, um, yeah, I got, I got into a training as I was preparing for the Navy. And, um, and I was just like, you know what, let's see where it gets me. I just want to lose a whole bunch of weight and, like, get really fit. Yeah. And... Tier. once it's i here once i signed up once i signed up they were like well you're gonna have to wait for six months because um you have to wait for the rotation or whatever and i was like okay well i'm gonna keep training yeah so i kept training 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 and i was just like you know what let me see what's next so i kept pushing myself more and more okay apart from the fact that i was just going in to beat certain like you know requirements mm-hmm. now i was just like okay well i made it here like what's next yeah you know like i'm that's how i see it now and that's why it became a part of my life now like regardless mm-hmm. of the fact that i'm out of the navy yeah um i see how much it benefited me mentally emotionally um, obviously physically like mm-hmm. i feel a lot better um and there's just a lot of correlation to like how you handle life and your fitness life mm-hmm. like a lot of times I, I tell people this all the time i'm like people act like it's not important but sometimes I can tell, like, and this is something that I learned while I, as a trainer now myself. Yeah. Like, I tell people, like, if you're going to come in here, you're going to train, and I'm going to train you, I don't care about your background. I don't care about your status. I don't care about how much money you got in your bank account. Mm. The work you put in here tells me everything I need to know about you. About you. Damn. Like, that's how I see it. Yeah. Because I didn't have anything, really. 
when and and the only thing that I had going for me at that time was just me and mm-hmm. my family like for that time like that was the only thing that I had ever done for myself yeah like that was literally the only investment I had ever done for myself which was working out which was working out working and out. investing time in building myself because mm-hmm. I, I had such low confidence such low self-esteem like I knew I had a lot in me yeah and the only thing that kept me going was like my will mm-hmm. my spirit nobody's gonna beat you but you yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and it's all it's all a journey it's all a process and like now i see the correlation with that and like life yeah we're, working out does tell you a lot about your personal self you know yeah like if you're willing to put the work and have the keyword discipline in yes. the gym then yes. that means if you have discipline in the gym that means you're gonna have discipline in life in life yeah you know and that's like a big thing i see too that's mm-hmm. another reason why i started working out again i took a break from working out nice because of um starting up the barbershop with my boy AB, oh yeah and then also like trying to find myself too because yeah. i also had that really strict parents and then i mm-hmm. was acting out when i moved out <laughs> So imagine have super. I, I did that too. Yeah, just imagine having really strict parents where they yeah. would lock the door with chains. That's what they did with me. Ooh. Yeah, because I was sneaking out a lot, so they would lock the door <laughs> with chains. Put, cut. My dad had to cut wood blocks to put on the window so I couldn't oh, lift them up. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and um, nice. So for me, I had that was. Uh, I think it was just one whole year of just bad, just being bad. Yeah. And it got me. You gotta into, let it out though. Yeah, and, and and I did let it out. Like I, I let it out, and I found out that that wasn't me. Yeah. You know, so being bad and like doing that, all those things and getting in trouble with the police, like I knew, like, nah, this ain't me. Like mm-hmm. that, like I'm fucking up. You know. Yeah. So that's when I really had to step back, which it cost me a whole year. You know. Yeah. Like, a year like everybody can be like oh it's just a year you know but no it's, now a year to me is precious you know yes. i lost a whole fucking year now yeah now that i know that time is precious and i found out who i am now i'm trying to like catch up i'm trying to catch up to that year i lost you know but Which i think i, I think in a, in a sense though <clears throat> i believe everything happens for a reason yeah. and i think in this sense like that happening to you and you realizing how precious time is mm-hmm. makes you like appreciate it a lot more. Oh yeah, definitely. So I feel like in a way, like that, there was a you know. It helped me out. You know, it was yeah. something I needed it was for a me. You in know, disguise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. God, God had that planned out for me to figure out who yeah. I am. You know. No, definitely. So I'm, I'm kind of glad it did. And now, like, since I'm all done with that, so that was one year of just not giving a fuck and yeah, not taking my job serious. You know, cutting <laughs> hair. I had that. I bought the house. That was one year lost. Now I did that time to step back and heal yeah for like how you say and it's crazy that you say that because now i can reflect i'm like man that's what i did heck yeah that sounds kind of like what i did so heck yeah this whole year last year is when i stepped back healed i took my job seriously yeah and all that happened in a year for me finishing probation so i got that out of the way okay started the barbershop you know in one year with my boy like took my job seriously half a year did a whole barbershop like it's just crazy what you can do in a year when you fully yep. apply yourself, you know? And uh, now, this year coming up, I told myself, 2023, I'm going to go full beast mode, yes. savage. I'm not going to give a fuck who's in my way. I'm going to yep. go savage this year. But I'm excited about this year. Like, Right? I, I, I have a good <laughs> feeling. Like, last year, and it's funny because if you speak to a lot of people, a lot of people, I think, will say, will say the same thing. Like, for some reason, this past year, 
applied so much pressure mm-hmm. on a lot of people like the economy is going down all of a sudden like yeah. we have to adjust to that like i feel like that's another thing that happened too the economy that's what's yeah. waking up people it's waking it's literally oh, yeah. waking up a sleeping giant that yeah damn, like now i know like five hundred dollars a week is not enough not no, enough no. you need to bust your ass to make you know yeah, yeah so it's starting to wake up a lot of people yeah so in a sense like all these things like this pressure though is like starting to move a lot of people yeah and and i think it's really good like no it's definitely good i see a lot yeah. of people going to the gym now honestly yeah for real yeah. <laughs> it's like it become a whole movement uh-huh. you know they're, they're popping up gyms left and right now yeah just, yeah I, I, don't, I actually for my gym i never see a day where it's not full not full yeah, yeah. no that's good i really <clears throat> I'm loving that for people because I'm I'm starting to see that like I think for a lot of people that's definitely an outlet. Mm-hmm. And once you like realize it, like my sister for the longest, she was like she'd make fun of me because like I'd come home like super sore from working out and she'd be like, yeah. eh, "That's why I don't work out." <laughs> and I was like, "No, that's not the whole point." I was like, you know, like you have to work out. You got like, and then now all of a sudden she got into it and she's like, uh, she's like, "Yo, I've been missing out." I was like, "Yeah, yeah that's what I'm telling you." Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. you can you you can actually make a lot of uh, relationships in the gym too. Yeah, I've made a lot of business relationships in the gym, yeah. honestly yeah definitely that's why they say like try to go to like the higher end one sometimes because mm-hmm. you might you might run into some people that might be like of use or that you can help yeah. out yeah and all it is like hey how much how much sets you got left and ah. like, oh i got well, mm-hmm. what do you do that's how it starts <laughs> yeah, right how it starts, yeah. <laughs> yeah how many sets you got left chief no yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's really nice for me now as a trainer because i'm i mean i'm, I'm guessing that you kind of have this as a barber like where you kind of gain relationships with your clients mm-hmm. And you get to talk to them, kind of see, like, how they're progressing, too, in life. But, like... You're part of the service industry, too. Yeah. Just like me, you know? You're going to get those clients that can become family. You're going to get those clients that, oh, hey, and bye. I'm I'm just here to work, you know? And then you're going to get those clients that are there for, like, probably two weeks and then they give up, you know? Yeah. No, exactly. (laughs) And it's just like, eh, okay. Well, you know, but, like... And then you see some that are actually trying and they Mm want to push for it. And it's like, those are the ones that you're fighting there for. Because there's some clients that might be like... Not really trying. I'm not yeah. saying that I'm not going to give it my full best effort in, in training them, mm-hmm. but you're going to get out what you put in. Yeah. You know, and for those that actually try and like put in a lot of work and effort, I'm like, you're the reason why I'm here. Yeah. You're the reason why. This is why I do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I want to see people like thrive and grow. Yeah. Like that's my whole mentality in life too. And I think that's what pushes me every day. Like, is that your full job? Uh, that and I'm going to school right now. All right. What so are you going to school for? Uh, construction project management. Nice. I was actually yeah. going to school for that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. what school? I was going to go to USF. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to do my business, and then I was going to go straight, like, take a little minor in that. Okay, yeah. nice. Or construction manager. Yeah, project manager. Yeah, yeah there's big mm-hmm. money in that right oh, now. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of big money. Yeah. Especially I, in construction. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, my dad's been doing that for, for years. Um, he does masonry. Mm. So... Prior to leaving for the Navy, um, I helped him reinstate his company and everything. And I did all the bookkeeping. And then I started actually going out and pouring concrete. Mm. And then coming back, I was doing a little bit of it again to get, like, the technical experience, too. Yeah. Um, You see, ladies... Don't be fucking cold minded. <laughs> yeah. I got a lane over here pouring fucking concrete pouring slabs. Concrete cowgirl. Oh my god, no. No, but it, I yeah, and that was that was a really weird thing for a lot of people because like you never see females out there pouring rarely. concrete. Yeah, you rarely. Never see it's a rare thing. Yeah, because it's not it's not easy labor. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Like I was always getting mad because I was like, dang, like my freaking fingers look disgusting now. <laughs> but whatever, you know? yeah. I was okay with it. Like. 
I started to like appreciate the fact that there was like so much work into it. Yeah. Like just in building in general. It's like, an art, man. It uh, really a is. lot of people don't think construction is an art. Like it's there's an some art. people you can either make ugly concrete slabs, you can make badass concrete yeah. perfect lines and yeah. yeah, it's definitely an art. Yeah, so I think and it's it's pretty cool cuz like I get to see the whole process now and and I I appreciate now whenever I turn on my lights. Mm-hmm. I appreciate now when I get home and my AC is working. I appreciate yeah. when the water is going, you know, oh, like all yeah. this stuff. And I'm like, somebody took the time to make all this work. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's it's from the backs of everyone else. Like, yeah. it's not it's not easy. It's so not I appreciate easy. It we now. need people for everything, you know. Yeah. Not, not everybody's going to be that million dollar, hundred million dollar entrepreneur that created this thing right. for e-com 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 you know we need the electricians mm-hmm. we need the people who make tables we need all those people have a purpose you know yeah and i feel like you shouldn't be ashamed of doing a job unless you're doing the like you have to be doing the you're like whatever you're working on your best yeah. your very best yeah and that's what's gonna get my respect out of people you know yes. it doesn't matter what you're doing to me it doesn't matter if if you're a plumber you could be the best fucking plumber and make a hundred i've yeah. seen people make a hundred thousand you know being the best yes. plumber and marketing yourself you can really do yes. anything right now i and, know and that's that's something that we were talking about in school too is just like the lack of good tradesmen now mm-hmm. because in high school like all they pushed was like go to school get a four-year degree and like graduate and get a corporate job or whatever yeah like, and I'm or like, be a nurse or be mm-hmm. a scientist or whatever and so like everybody obviously did that and yeah. now we're lacking in the trade world yeah big time big time there's a high demand right now you yeah know? especially now because like mm-hmm. with everything that's going on everybody moving here all the freaking construction left and right like even moving back i was just like what like i have to reuse google maps for everything because i don't yeah. know where everything is now like everything is so different there's that uh that saying hard men create or hard times create uh strong men strong yeah. men create uh what weak or easy uh, times easy times <laughs> easy times create soft men soft men Ooh, create hard times yeah so it's like a whole cycle you know yeah yeah literally. So it's i feel crazy. like slowly we're getting back to like i this is this might be a touchy subject but for like everybody that's like against like andrew tate and all this like toxic masculinity that's my fucking him. man right there people <laughs> get my hate on po- me he has a yeah. point with some of this stuff no he, he has, has a, a point. he has a lot of points he has a lot of points and the fact that like he's really bringing that out in a lot of men now in the generation mm-hmm. now because every it's true everything is so backwards now yeah he's actually so there's a big dilemma going on right now with suicides yeah and you know 80 percent of suicides are men it's so sad you know so no, there's know been that. a lot of so there's been a lot of men that's been killing themselves recently just like the green power ranger yeah yeah so he just killed himself two days ago oh my god and um i feel like this is my own personal opinion i feel like andrew tate is gonna be that guy to help a lot of men yeah. out you know no there's always like i always see testimonials all the time mm-hmm. so i'm just like you know what like I think it's it's time for for good strong men to like come back come up. back up yeah they need to that's where that's where I think we're lacking you know yeah. there's a lot there's a lot of uh, Instagram male models now like that's the I thing know. you know like know. they don't do no hard work they don't even know how to cook yeah. they just know how to make videos of them putting on clothes I know you know what I'm saying so it's I know it, 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 hard times are coming yeah they are <laughs> they're they're, they're, they're really coming and that's what I'm saying like I just always feel like. So I like to connect a lot of things with nature, like Mm -hmm. just in general, because like it just clicks better for me. And for me, I always see it as like when something is about to change and shift, Mm -hmm. it it starts getting rocky. Yeah. Like, you know, like tectonic plates are moving mm-hmm. like every but you know like something's happening yeah the terrain starts getting rough and there's mm-hmm. a transformation at the end of the day like 
that's where I feel like we were at. We were at the like rocky phase. Ever since 2020, like it's been like that. Yeah. For the past like two, three years already, mm-hmm. like we were already getting ready for it, and all of a sudden a whole bunch of people were waking up. Yeah. In politics, the economy, the cultural, like societal aspects of of what we're living in now, mm-hmm. like um, people's own spirituality, like people yeah. are starting to be more open about it. Um. I think it's interesting, like, seeing it from that bird's eye view, like, Mm -hmm. be like, oh, like, shit's happening. Yeah. And, like, if you don't, if you don't start going with it, you're going to be left behind. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what's, that's what's going on. If you don't start working hard, because I see a lot of people are starting to work hard. Yeah. You know, too. So, we did, like how you're saying, we did, we did have that soft times, but I feel like those soft times right now are slowly creating strong men you know yeah. as well like right now like andrew tate that's the f- the figure coming up yeah so right now we're kind of like at a hard time andrew tate's gonna be that one guy to start waking up a lot of men boom 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 right. you know and now i feel like it probably take a year from now oh yeah where we're gonna start seeing people do like but it's crazy because yeah. it's one person mm-hmm. you know it's one person and that's i think that's so like important too like for a lot of people that are like well i'm just one person you don't realize like you can be very influential. Mm-hmm. You can be very, very influential. And the only thing that it takes is for you to start being you. Yeah. Like you got to start being you. You got to start like thinking about you mm-hmm. and thinking about what you stand for, like what your foundation is and what pushes you every day. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of introspection. So that's why this year was very important for me because I spent a lot of time by myself this year. Mm. Like a lot of people that were like, Hey, I want to hang out with you. I want to do this. I want to do that. I did go out once in a while but a lot of times I would catch myself disassociating mm-hmm. and I was like, I can't be here right yeah, now. Yeah, like why'd I even come out? I can't, I can't do this right now. I literally cannot handle this right now. Like I am overloaded with so much that I'm currently processing in my head Yeah. that I cannot be here interacting with certain people. Mm-hmm. And some people, that's not the way they handle themselves sometimes. For me, yeah. that's the way I handle it. And that's, that's the way I knew I could handle it best. Mm-hmm. Um, because the way I process things is very different. And, like, it's crazy, too. Like, now that I see other people and yeah. I interact with other people, just seeing, like, the way people's brains are wired. Like, mm-hmm. we're all wired differently. Yeah, that's true. We're all, we all got different personalities. We're all born at different times of years, mm-hmm. like, different generational timelines. Like, we all come from different backgrounds, cultural backgrounds. Like, there's so much. That's why I believe, like, having an open mind is vital mm-hmm. like if you don't have an open mind your world is going to be just this tiny little bubble and yeah, you're never, never going to see it, it. Mm-hmm. like you're going to be stuck that's what i feel like a lot of people i haven't done it yet because i have just a lot of things going on here mm-hmm. but if i didn't have i would say this if i didn't have the barbershop i would probably wouldn't be in florida yeah i want to travel you know everybody yeah. says like everybody everybody tells me Damn, when I moved uh, to such and such place, like it just brought me back. So, like, you know, it yeah. just awoke me. Like, who knew just moving out of state would help me so much? Yeah. Like, not talking to anybody and just starting over. It and helped feel, me, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask you. So, going to San Diego, like. Oh, yeah. Like, not like probably disconnecting yourself with everybody over here. How was it? Like, just meeting new people, like starting over. And actually, that can help your self esteem, too. Yeah. You know, like it a did. lot of insecurities uh, that people have, like just going to a different place and going out and like make like that feeling of making new friends you know yeah definitely and it's funny that you say that because like going back to how i grew up being extremely isolated like not really (laughs) having a lot of friends growing i did have some friends but i didn't go to sleep i didn't do like what you normally do with friends like Mm -hmm. i just had friends at school and that was it 
Like I didn't socialize with anyone after that. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people ask me this, they're like, how, how can you possibly be so like sociable and like so interactive with people? Mm-hmm. Like you didn't even have that growing up. And I think for me, it's just like, I didn't really care. Like I was yeah. just like, I, I didn't really care. I, it didn't phase me. So, but like going out and being in the real world by myself and just exploring, just putting myself out there and not being scared. Like I literally, it was just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was with me. I think to this day though, I know that the whole time, like I've always grown up very, um, with a, a good, strong background and believing in God. Yeah. So that was always my strength. Mm. That was always my strength. Like even now, like that has helped me now so much more with gaining a connection to myself. Um, and that always helped me like pursue other things, like yeah. put myself out there and not be scared. Mm. Cause I was like, I always had something that I knew was backing me up, whether it was my family members, yeah, my belief in God or my, you know, my sister or like people that I love that mm-hmm. I genuinely care about. I was like, they're on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to worry about anything. I was just like, let me just go out there and do my and thing. do your thing. Oh yeah. So what, what did your parents think about? Cause being from like a Hispanic and conservative background, what did your parents think about when you said, Oh, I'm leaving to the Navy. See you later. Oh, <laughs> funny story. <laughs> my mom literally like, she knew that I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. She knew that I'd been wanting to do that. And all of a sudden, like me and her had it, like we had a fight. Mm-hmm. And that day I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go in spite. Like, yeah. <laughs> I went in spite and I just signed the paper. I was yeah. like, I don't even care. I was yeah. like, I don't care what job I get. Like, I'll sign it. Damn. <laughs> I sign. didn't care. <laughs> sign the life away to the United States of literally America. Literally a blank check. And I was like, yep, you got me. Like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yep, I'm in. I'm in. And of all jobs, like when I told my mom, she's like, you're dealing with bombs? I was like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> she's like, you could have picked like something like chill. And I was like, nope. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, like she wasn't, at first she was just like, why would he do that? Like without telling me, yeah. like, and I, I told her, I was like, look, I'm a grown adult. Mm-hmm. Like I respect you as my parents. I'm going to honor you yeah. in all my work that I do. Like I do it because I know that I'm representing my family mm-hmm. and my family name. And that's always been big to me. Like, I represent my family. Yeah. You know, like, because I know that my dad would be proud of me. It's always been something, a part of me to, like, want to make people happy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, for especially my parents, um, and make them feel, like, honored. Mm -hmm. So, me leaving, I was just like, you know what? At the same time, too, though, I was doing it for me. Mm. Because I needed to get out. I needed to go explore. I was like... You I can't, had so much. You can't make anybody else happy if you're not happy. Exactly. You know, so that's exactly. yeah, that's that's a good thing that you said that right there. And that's, that's something big. I believe too. Yeah. Like I, I really can't like that's my thing. I, I love going out and helping the community. I love helping those that are having uh, trouble in life, which is you know I just don't like seeing people on the streets. You know. Yeah. And it, it took one time for me to go cut outside in the streets where there was this guy who was 75 years old in the streets. Wow. Reminding me, he's the age of my grandpa. Oh, my God. You know, this guy can barely walk, and he's walking in the streets. Like, So we go over there, we walk up to him, and we're like, hey, man, you need help? You want a haircut? And he was oh. like, yeah, I'll take a haircut, man. Like, like thank you, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, I just want somebody to talk to. And I was just like, damn, I had to look away a little bit. I was like, oh, man, this guy's going to make me cry, man. Oh, I know. So after that, I'm like, we're cutting his hair. 
my boy Matt's cutting his hair and he was just like man it's, it's hard out here like like I can't sleep like people mm. like people like are stealing my stuff when I'm sleeping and I'm like bro like this guy barely has any like force to move you know so I, I know like these people just walk up and just take a shit and that's you know? so sad and it is man like 75 years old and doesn't need it every day and i just imagine my grandpa you know like damn like what happens if my grandpa's out on the streets and people are just taking the shit and just like beating him up for his stuff yeah you know so i just like not yeah. gonna lie I, that's the first time when i went it was the second time i went out to go help in tampa and that was the mm. the first time i cried the second time i went and i was like fuck bro i was like no nah, this is something i'm gonna do yeah for the rest of my life now you know wow so it's been a whole year we just had our one year anniversary for uh the homeless um oh that's this awesome month. yeah i saw that that's yeah. awesome so that's um, really awesome yeah so i'm, I'm kind of like you know for me it was like a big accomplishment i did that for a whole year yeah. you know i started and i and i didn't stop yeah you know so it's yeah i i, I get where you're coming from with that it's crazy yeah because yeah, it, it became meaningful once you connected someone who actually means something to yeah, you. yeah which and, was a loved one right yeah uh-huh yeah i was talking about that with my with my mom the other day i was like we really like are creators of our of our own reality mm -hmm. like we give things meaning like you know this freaking hat it's just a hat but yeah. you know it has meaning now because you gave it meaning mm -hmm. and yeah. like, we, we talked we talked about this whole room like oh i like everything yeah, here everything, has, a meaning. everything yeah. has meaning here everything has a purpose um everything's placed in a certain spot for a certain reason but yeah there's a um, there's a lot of things I learned this year. <laughs> yeah. And then um, was that that was it? That was the only thing with, when your parents, when you left, your dad didn't say anything? Or? Oh, my dad was happy. Honestly, he was just like, man, he's like, I didn't think you were going to do it. Right. He was like, that's badass. <laughs> yeah, he was, he, was like, he was like, don't tell your mom I said this. <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, I, I get it, though. And then the the four years in the Navy, how was that like, like going in? like? I mean, fear of the unknown. Like, I think of like well i went in the navy like obviously mm. surrounded by water but <laughs> um no like that's how it felt like I, I felt like i was gonna dive into deep waters like not knowing what what i was gonna find mm -hmm. i was just like well we'll see what i find like we'll see what i get from it we'll see what it does to me i definitely feel like it there was a lot of moments where i just like it question it made me question myself it mm -hmm. challenged me it provoked a lot of thought mm -hmm. about myself. Um, I saw what it was like to have to deal with different types of people. Yeah. Um, different types of leadership. But overall, like, the one thing that I can say that I, like, truly miss was the people that I, that I like, formed really good relationships with. Uh, some of them that became, like, my family. Like, I still keep up with some, some of them. Hmm. Uh, one of them just flew out recently, and, like, the day she got here and she texted me, she's like, I'm here in Tampa. And I was like, within an hour, I was like, let's, let's link up. Like, yeah. you know, I haven't seen you in forever. And she even told me, she's like, she's like, Oh my God. Like, I thought you would have been like, Oh, I got something going on. I, sorry. Like, this is so short. <coughs> I was like, no, no I was yeah. like, I was like, your family. Yeah, like, my schedule's you, free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if I had something, I was like, I'm going to clear it up. Cause I haven't seen you in forever. Your family, like yeah. I'm going to come see you. So for me, that's like the only thing I miss. And um, for me, it was just because like we went through such like difficult situations like together together. Yeah. So that anytime you go through some like really difficult situations with someone, but you persevere and you make it through hard you, times you, for it. Yeah. Bond Strong bonds. So yeah. much better. Like that's how I feel like me and my sister are now and my mm. dad, like 
my sister, my dad, and myself, like, we are extremely, extremely close. Extremely close. Um, always have been. And growing up, there was, like, a... there. I, I call it part A and part B of my childhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, a part A, which is, like, really, really dark. Like, mm-hmm. really, really dark. Um, which, in fact, like, a lot of... Like, if I were to tell you... A lot of people are like, how, how could you possibly be this happy? Yeah. How could you possibly, be, like, be this happy? Like, you've been through so much shit mm-hmm. like you how and honestly it's because like we all had each other mm-hmm. we all had each other and we had god like god helped us throughout all of it too yeah but because of that like we're all so much stronger and so much closer and that's the same way i feel with like all these people that i met in the navy um and they're my lifelong friends like they'll they'll take a bullet for me mm-hmm like, can you imagine? Like, you're out in the right. ocean. You, like, if something were to pop off, like, you got to trust that the other person's got you. Damn. So, to me, that was a big deal. And well, I knew that I would be willing to lay, lay my life down for another for someone, person, too. Yeah. You well, know? What was the craziest thing you've seen in the Navy? Oh. Or is it classified? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> it's but. top secret, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, well, craziest thing I've seen, I don't know. I I just remember, like, a lot of moments when I was in the Navy that I was just, like, I would take a step back and just breathe it all in and Mm -hmm. just be, like, this is life. Yeah. Like, this is what life is all about, like, a brand new experience, like, and I would think about it, I was, like, I get to do this, and there's people back home that probably will never get to experience this Mm -hmm. but i was like let me take it all in so that when i tell someone else Mm -hmm. i can tell them in detail and like be like this is what i felt this is what i saw Mm. this is what i smelled so that's another thing i I try to tell people too about like when you when you stay present in moments Mm -hmm. i try to think of like i like all five senses like if you're really trying to stay present in a moment and like really take it all in like think Mm -hmm. about what you see think about what you hear Mm -hmm. Think about what you smell in the air, Mm -hmm. what you might taste, and what you might feel. Mm. And like that, because... That's badass, man. You take it all in. I never heard anybody say that. You take it all in, and you like... If you think about your memories, you can literally remember sometimes like the way something smelled. Yeah. Or like what you heard. Smell actually has a very powerful... Yes. Yeah, like for me, I can smell like... Um, I was reading a book. It's something that you remember and you connect it with the smell. You'll remember that forever. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Literally. It, it like takes you right back right to that back moment. Right back to that one moment. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy how the mind does that. And I was just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like now I do that now. Like if I ever catch myself like, hey, let me take this moment in real quick. Like, yeah. Let me take this mental picture. Mm-hmm. I might not have it ever again. So for me, like. Like, getting to, like, shoot a fifty cal gun for the first time. Oh, fire. Oof. How'd that feel? Oh, my God. I was like, I'm living life. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. Like, the first time I I jumped into the ocean uh-huh. and just swam in open waters. Water. Oh, you were, like, far out? Yeah, we, we didn't see nothing but water. Damn. Like, you'd be out there, and you could see all the stars at night. Damn. Because there's no light pollution out there. Hell, yeah. Like, just amazing moments that I was like, this is what life is about. Mm -hmm. Like, forget the fact that I've been through so much pain and darkness in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, this makes it worth it. 
this right here makes worth like life worth living. Oh yeah. So for me, like those moments, like things that I got to do that I was just like, I would have only thought that I would have done it in dreams or mm -hmm. in, in like if I lived a life in a movie or something. But I was like, I really made this happen. Yeah, through your like, choices. Through my choices, through... Because, I mean, even on my whole fitness journey prior to leaving for the Navy, mm -hmm. I hated it. It was painful. It was agony. I was crying so much. It got so ugly even with my family because my family wasn't very supportive at the time mm. of my fitness journey. Um, and I, I would tell my, my trainers, too. And they became, like, my therapists and ultimately my family. Yeah. Like, my trainers are my family now. Um, they really helped me a lot. Like, get out of my shell, get out of my comfort zone. And um, it helped me a lot. It helped me a lot because, like, it even got to a certain point where my mom was, like, I'm not trying to down, like, shit on my mom right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I love her. I love her to death. But, like, at the time, she would even say, like, you're spending too much time in the gym. And, like, you're doing all this. And yada, yada, yada. And I was, like dude i'm like literally doing this for myself mm -hmm. like i'm doing this so that i can enjoy some things down the road yeah and like i would literally like driving to the gym to go get my ass beat in uh -huh. the gym i was like my stomach would start turning i was like oh i don't want to do this uh -huh. like i don't want to do this right now and i was like i'm literally paying for this like yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna have to go and get it done yeah. like, i'm like i'm paying money for this like i'm like why am i doing this like i would question myself so many mm -hmm. times like and i would literally like leave a workout like so beat and i would literally have to pull on the side of the road like mm -hmm. stop driving pull on the side of the road and i would just start bawling tears like crying yeah and i was like this is tough like I don't want to do it anymore. There was times where I would question myself so much. Like, I was like, do I really have it in me? Do mm -hmm. I really have it in me to do it? And I broke so many records that I didn't think I could break. Mm -hmm. Like crazy records for myself that I never would have thought I was capable of. You're on your David Goggins shit right now. Yo, for real. For and see, real. at the time, I didn't even know about David Goggins. Yeah, David Goggins is that man. I didn't even know about him. In fact, I was actually training to go into the SEAL program. Oh, for real? A long time. Yeah, and I didn't get to go in because I, I had already signed the contract, but I was training for them uh -huh. for about like a month almost two months out and yeah. they were mad because they were like dang like the recruiters fucked you over and i was like yeah, yeah. I, I was like i don't know they're like they're like you have a really good mindset you could have actually done really well yeah or like you could still train with us but they're like we can't do anything once the paper's signed mm -hmm. and i was like well i was like well I, I guess you know down the road if i decide that i want to stay in i could go down that route yeah but regardless like that's like the hardest training and yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was tough. I mean, when we were training, we were training with SEAL scouts. So we were training with an ex-Navy uh, SEAL. Mm -hmm. We had a couple, but everybody was training for like to be a diver, to be EOD, to be mm -hmm. a SEAL, to be SWIC. Like all these people all combined. And there were some females too. Oh, yeah. So I was just like, okay, I don't feel too left out. Mm -hmm. I remember the first day I, I, I got there, I saw everybody was just like doing pull-ups, like burp, like crazy stuff. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what'd I do? Yeah, yeah they're, they're, I've, I've read a lot uh, a lot upon the Navy SEAL training after good David Goggins, and that shit's intense. It's intense. Like you, they really break you down into your nothing. And yeah. then once they break you down when you're nothing, that's when you're everything. You yeah. know? Oh, that's it, when nothing can fucking phase you you nothing. have to completely detach your physical and your like your spirit yeah like your spirit is what's going to keep you going mm -hmm. how much heart you're willing to put in 
those niggas you can you can torture them forever Yo. and they'll never give a lot no. that's how crazy it is yeah yeah that's pretty yeah. badass i didn't know you're so you're trained for the seals you never mentioned that when no, we hung out yeah i don't i don't yeah i wasn't i was trying but um mm-hmm. i'm glad i didn't go that route because then i found a lot a lot of things about that <laughs> that's classified <laughs> no, okay. that's classified all right, all right, all right. That's oh, funny, so. no, but I, I got to do some cool stuff um we did a uh, counter narcotic operations mm-hmm. with um the coast guard and i gained a lot of respect for the coast guard after that i was like dang they're pretty pretty bad like yeah no they do some crazy they, shit yeah i was yeah. like you know everybody always like gives them shit because they're like oh they just coast the water they're not even like a real branch i was no, like no. Mm, oh, they do i beg to differ shit. yeah i beg to yeah. differ if you haven't seen captain phillips then y'all don't know oh yeah that's a good that's a good movie but they actually brought the navy the navy seals out though oh yeah, yeah they, they did they, they did, did. Seal, <laughs> seal team six <laughs> shout out shout out yeah shout them out oh my god <laughs> what's your so what's your uh your goals for 12 for 2023 you told me not you Ooh, he, you healed goals yeah you healed now you're ready to explode so to uh, build yeah. yeah um i think overall just to like really really uh buckle down on school finish school mm-hmm. um what's five i would say five Five? five is a good number yeah yeah like five goals five goals okay yeah. so that's one um two to gain more like certifications as far as training mm-hmm. uh, right now i just have a, a personal training certification okay. so i can i can train people you're gonna go to the nutrition side yep so okay. that's the next one um uh, to become a nutritionist and start implementing more of that um and there's also like a yoga cert- certification that i'm going for too mm-hmm. um now that I realize like how important mobility and flexibility is yeah. on, on top of your training, like you have to take a lot of time for recovery. Mm-hmm. That's an that's another life lesson right there. Okay. <laughs> that's another life that's lesson. Another like right as there. much time as you put into busting your butt every day, you yeah. got to take time to recover. Recover, yeah. You got to. So that's a that's another really big one. Um, third, just like really buckle down on all my financial goals mm-hmm. just like really really start saving and investing more yeah um i definitely on top you know kind of i'm gonna have to really like balance this part out but i also want to travel a lot more mm. and just explore like every time i see like some things on tiktok pop up like really pretty destinations i'm like yo like i would enjoy life a lot more if i mm-hmm. would just go like doesn't even have to be that expensive like just yeah do a couple things here and there and say like you went there like mm-hmm. you got to see it with your own eyes like as opposed to just seeing it on a screen like the there's screen. nothing more impactful like i said taking it all in with mm-hmm. all five senses and just experiencing yeah. like that so travel more <clears throat> i think that's four and then for the fifth one i would say just dig deeper with myself yeah, traveling's a big one too. Yeah. Yeah, even I, I've been wanting to travel, but it's just so hard. Like, yeah. To travel, cause, man, I just can't leave work. No, <laughs> but yeah. that's like a big thing where people say you should leave work for a couple and restart, reboot. But yeah. I mean, now I am gonna travel to Atlanta, cause my boy, uh, okay, my boy Adrian. Oh, nice. Yeah, he invited okay. him. He he made the uh the championship to the E-mate, the M E A C. Oh wow. For football, yeah. Woo, and now congrats. they're ranked number twenty one wow yeah. congrats yeah nationwide awesome. so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go see him december 17th catch me at the atlanta falcon okay. stadium because i'm gonna go support my boy <laughs> <laughs> okay but, but yeah those are good goals though 
financial yeah. literacy is a good one too yes. yeah yeah th- that's a good one i would say um some just some advice is to get those certifications done because i mean you're still gonna have to save yeah so get handle those down while you're saving and then after when you're done with that this whole year then the next year you mm-hmm. should think about traveling because if yeah. you want to travel somewhere nice it really does take a yeah. year to, to plan it does yeah a whole it year does. to plan yeah yeah i'll have to see how everything works out but you know and i don't want to really set a timeline on any of these goals but um just because i don't want to create anxiety with all of it either <laughs> but no, no. <laughs> but you know just i'm trying to take it every every day just give yourself a two-year timeline yeah just crunch take, it because yeah. if you really set yourself a timeline it's going to be accomplished in that no, time yeah, yeah it's true yeah. and that's another thing that like even elon musk said he's mm-hmm. like if you tell yourself you're going to take two days to get something done it'll take two days two so if days. you tell if you tell yourself you're going to take 30 days well you're going to take 30, 30 days, days. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a real you know? thing yeah like you sometimes timelines are good too because then you know it makes you yeah it's hard it's hard, it's, it's really hard to because i listen to so much people it's hard to find, find your truth to find that median mm-hmm. because they're saying bust your ass until you fucking can no more david goggin shit you don't stop because you're don't stop because then you'll be a pussy yeah <laughs> but then you hear the other people like other entrepreneurs you gotta take your time yeah you gotta, you gotta take a week to decompress after all mm-hmm. and you're like fuck and then you hear david goggins again fuck that week yeah. <laughs> That we bitch. <laughs> no that's true that's true so it's hard it's it's well then again i, I don't really buy into a lot of that motivational shit yeah uh, yeah i, I self books i don't really listen to um yeah. i didn't even want to really listen or read the david goggins book but i just like david goggins as a person so much yeah and i wanted to read about his lifestyle so that's why i read his first book and now i have his second book pre-ordered yeah for but, sure uh, but definitely i i really buy in more into the discipline Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I listen to more to discipline than yes. motivation, for sure, for sure. Because yeah, motivation. I mean, at the end of the day, you're you. Like, yeah. they're they're a whole different person too. They have different mm-hmm. things, different mentalities. Like going back to the whole how we're wired differently. Like mm-hmm. we all have different blood types. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody thinks about that either. Like <laughs> yeah. we're all different. Um. But yeah, like finding what makes you you. Mm-hmm. What you want to stick by. What's your foundation? What drives you? Mm-hmm. What grounds you? Like what motivates you i start asking myself all these questions now because i was like i started thinking about it i was like do i really know myself mm-hmm. <laughs> do i really know, know myself? myself i was like maybe i should take me out on a date right. <laughs> i was like what's your favorite color right. <laughs> no but like yeah that's that's important like finding what what you want to give meaning to in yeah life, you know that's that's what's, huge 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 yeah fuck so what's your next uh, book that you're gonna read that you're trying oh. to read. Yeah, that's a good one because I, I know you like to read too. Yeah. yeah. Right now I'm reading the the Four Agreements. Okay. Um, basically, it's like four agreements that you agree to mm-hmm. take upon yourself. Mm-hmm. They say like if you don't actually implement them in your life, you need to keep reading the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like just agreements that you make with yourself to not let the outside world influence you in such a way that it completely destroys you mm-hmm. um like one of them is like don't take things personal that's okay. one of the agreements and it's true like that's that was a big one for me this year oh my god yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that was like a really big thing for me because i i was i have such a I'm an empathetic person, so I feel mm-hmm. like I tend to feel things. Like, growing up, too, like, growing up in a household where, like, you never knew, like, what mood your parents were going to be in. So mm-hmm. you kind of just are, like, on edge all the time. Yeah. 
So I always knew, like, if my parents were, like, not having a good day, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do shit today. Right. <laughs> They're going to get it. I ain't going <laughs> to piss them off today. Yeah. Like, so, like, I mastered that. Like, I can feel when someone's off. Mm-hmm. And so now it, it it was bothering me a lot more because I would take things personal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't be like this because then I'm always like on edge, anxious. Yeah, definitely. And I was like, I can't do this. So that, that book is like getting to me right now. Mm-hmm. But something I realized was just like, you know, I became more free when I realized like people are fighting battles and it's not with me. It's mm-hmm. with themselves. Mm. And... Because I caught myself, too. I was like, yo, this person really did nothing to me. Like, And you're about to go fuck them up. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> like, yo, it, I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold up. Take a step back, Lena. Wait, like, uh, you're taking a martial arts, too, aren't you? Yeah, I'm taking jujitsu. Jiu-jitsu, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, that... Damn, you're just you're everywhere right now. Yeah, uh, that's pretty badass though. Yeah, it's good I though. No, <laughs> yeah, I am. See, I am. <laughs> I had to think about it. I was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> no, that's good though. That's good that you're taking jujitsu. Jujitsu is like one of the even fucking um. Yeah. What's that guy that does the podcast? Uh, he's in UFC. Oh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Man. He's always saying you should get into jujitsu. Yeah. Get that man, like, I strive to be like that man. No, literally. Um. <clears throat> Have you heard of uh, Jordan Peterson? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that man. Like, everything he spits out is just gold. Goals for Gold. Real. I'm like, yo, I can listen to this man all day and just like, please, just feed me more wisdom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> please. No, but that was one thing he mentioned. He's like, he. some people were saying like, um, you can't be a dangerous person. He's like, yeah, you can. Like, mm-hmm. you need to be a dangerous person. Yeah. Like, you need to be capable of it at least. Yeah. He's like, because. Definitely. There's a lot of people, and he was mentioning, like, people that do martial arts. Like, mm-hmm. they teach you in martial arts, like, okay, you have all this knowledge, and you could possibly kill someone, mm-hmm. but it's the it's the fact that you know how to control that. The self-control. The self-control, yeah. that's where the virtue is, like, mm-hmm. in the self-control, and knowing, like, when you need to use it, and when it's not necessary. Yeah, that's when um you, you really notice who's who's just talking to talk, you know? Yeah. Because I, I even notice it, because I, I did boxing for five years, and... I don't like to tell people I do. Right. Because no. the first thing they're going to say is, oh, well, let's see. Yeah, oh, come on. If they're drunk, oh, then let's see something, big man. Mm-hmm. And that's like something that's always been kind of like, uh, like, you know, like, fuck, yeah. like, I don't even want to say I know how to fight because then people are going to. Yeah. They just like try yeah. to provoke you, too. Yeah. And it's always too. And then UFC, you see it now. You see a whole bunch of yeah. they, they say this is what I, I've read. They say that really smart people. Like like nerd like I don't really want to say this word but nerd nerd yeah like, like nerds, geniuses they, yeah. they say that they they can be the best jujitsu people in the world yo it's and, a chess game and there's one guy who's actually a really smart guy in the UFC who's killing everybody yeah. right now and when you see him he has the glasses on really skinny he's into Pokemon and all that and he's taking on everybody because really it's all up here on it really is. where can I put my leg to get this guy where can I put my arm where, yeah. how can I maneuver him to flip him over and get him on his back it's crazy it's, it is a chess move it is yeah. and that's what I really like about it too because at the same time even though it's a it's a rough sport mm-hmm. like it's also very calming yeah there's a there's a discipline there's an art to it flow like water yeah literally you know? and if you see like two black belts going at it mm. They don't even look like they're like. It doesn't look like they're fighting. It looks like they're in well, rhythm. It looks like they're dancing. Yeah, they're just it does. like flowing, and it's just like, and mm. you know they're like 
putting in hard, work. Yeah. You know yeah. they're putting in work, but I'm like, whoa, it looks crazy. It's, yeah. it's actually like hypnotic, like seeing them like going at it and just like seeing the flow of it and the progression. Yeah, same so, with boxing. You know, the sweet yeah. signs of boxing. They, if you see really two really good people going at it, they're ducking and weaving. They they'll get hit once or twice, you know. Yeah. But it's it, it's it's just so smooth, you know, the exactly. way they flow. Yeah. And that's something that always gets me too. Uh, where Bruce Lee says, "Flow like water." Yeah. Water, water can be by itself really calm and beautiful mm-hmm. when controlled, but when enraged, it's aggressive. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's aggressive. very crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure in water too. Mm-hmm. That's why, like I say, I like to connect a lot of things with nature because mm-hmm. there's so many aspects to nature that can kind of like make life make sense. Yeah. Just in general. It's I'm going like, to start doing that though. I'm going to start yeah. trying to put, yeah, that, that's something that you, uh, you taught me right now and I'm going to start connecting things with nature and see yeah, just how, yeah. Everything in life, like I, uh, <laughs> I recently, I, uh, I did ayahuasca recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that? I've never heard of that. Okay, so this is probably the biggest eye-opener for me. Okay. So, and I didn't do it for recreational purposes. In fact, Joe Rogan talks about it a lot uh, on his podcast. The natural DMT d- yeah. that like, people go out and take with shamans and okay, stuff like that. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that then. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've, I've heard of that, but I'm not very uh, not, like, informed, informed okay. of it. Yeah, Yeah. so I didn't, I had actually done ayahuasca years ago like prior to me joining the navy but like mm-hmm. in secret with my tia yeah <laughs> <laughs> and she's like hey mija like i'm gonna go take you but don't tell your mom <laughs> she's like i love your mom she's my sister but do not tell her yeah and i was like okay so i went and i didn't really get much out of it at the time like i didn't know what i was getting myself into yeah. life hadn't really started for me yet i was still young you didn't understand it yet i didn't understand i just had like crazy visions and then that was it mm-hmm. i didn't it was like um, when you actually take it, there is a physical and a spiritual purge mm-hmm. that you go through. So with the physical purge, you literally purge like you mm-hmm. either vomit or the other way. Yeah. <laughs> so um, but usually it's like that. And it, it sounds like when you go, it, it can be scary because it sounds like an exorcism for some people. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you don't want to go doing this for recreational purposes. Yeah. Like you go in knowing that you're going there for the intention of healing Mm -hmm. or like reconnecting with yourself and like getting rid of bad things in your system. Yeah. And um, it creates like a spiritual awakening in you. Mm -hmm. So it literally opens up your third eye Mm -hmm. in your pineal gland, which that has crystals inside. Like your brain literally has crystals inside. Yeah. That's what, you know. Um, holds memory mm-hmm. um so that kind of once once the ayahuasca takes an effect it completely drops your nervous system like your central nervous system dissipates mm-hmm. and like i don't know if you took psychology in high school mm-hmm. and, i took it in college yeah. okay so they you know like the the different responses to fear mm, i don't remember them uh, fight or flight or freeze. Oh yeah, fight or flight. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so you yeah, know. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so usually that's how we we handle life. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of limiting things sometimes that we don't recognize. Yeah. Because we live in we live life in certain fears of certain things, and yeah. that's that's put in us and that's instilled in us as kids. Mm-hmm. It's in our subconscious, and we don't think about it. Um. So going back to the relation of water the amount of water that's on earth and our brains um they say we use about 10 percent of our brains Mm -hmm. 
which is true. The other 90% is our subconscious. Yeah. The unknown. Think about the earth. Mm-hmm. We know very little about the ocean. We know more about space than we do in the, the ocean. Yeah, we do. It's crazy, mm-hmm. but it's true. The same thing with our brains. We use that 10% and then the rest of it is just subconscious things that we don't really think about. Mm. Our fears, our limiting beliefs, things that we've instilled in ourselves, like certain habits, certain disciplines. From back, 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 From back, way yeah. back then that you don't even think about. So that's what ayahuasca does is it kind of like drops your nervous system so you don't have the choice of fight or flight, flight. Mm-hmm. or freeze. That means you have no response to fear. So when yeah. all these things come at you, you have to deal with it. Yeah. It's like everything just brings, like it's coming forward. Yeah. It's yeah. full motion. And you're like, yo, oh, I have shit. no defense right now. Damn. So it's an intense experience. Mm-hmm. When you go through this, it's an intense experience. Like you hear people facing demons that night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I faced some, but... Joe Rogan said he did He did this? Yeah. Damn. He's, he's done it multiple times. And you fuck? can do it multiple times. Like, I've yeah, done it yeah. multiple times already. In fact, I did it last week. Mm. Last week. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you, though. The whole time, mm. I just was like what like Mm. yo like Mm. and now i'm thinking like you know what when i die i'm pretty excited because the way i see it now Mm. like we go through life not knowing shit yeah we don't know what's gonna happen we're just like well today's another day like let's see what happens let's see what happens let's see what happens let's see what we're gonna conquer today what we're gonna deal with today like we don't know so you know (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking about it i was like what if life is just like one giant movie like inception or interstellar we don't mm-hmm. know what's going on but then at the very end it just all of a sudden clicks you know Clicks, like yeah. in those movies where it's just like yeah the whole time like what, what? Like, yeah. crazy yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's how i saw it and i was like oh and so the whole time i was just like whoa mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there is like, there's a lot of people that, that do fear death and i i feel like I, I've, I've passed that. You know, I don't really feel... That's fear. good. Yeah. That's a... I feel like a yeah. lot of people have... Like, that's what stops them, too, mm-hmm. from doing a lot of things is fearing death. And I feel like that I've, that doesn't even bother me. You good. know, like, I can go through life right now. That's why I've I've done a lot, you know? That's yeah. why I'm not really... Eh, like, if I die, all right, then cool. Yeah. I was meant to, it, I was meant to die, but I'm, so not, I'm not going to be stupid and do something to make me die. Right. You know, like, yeah, like yeah. fucking do something crazy, you know? Yeah. yeah and end my whole life, but... Yeah, that's 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 a good thing to have too. I feel like a lot of people should uh, conquer that fear of, yeah. of dying. You know, like yeah. Yeah, because honestly, it's I not was, a good way to live life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and in fact, like that night, I I experienced something similar to like experience what I thought was my heaven. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, "Yo, if this is heaven, I was like, I wouldn't want to leave." Right. <laughs> I was like, "I'm good here." <laughs> <laughs> And that's when I realized I was like, honestly, like that's the most freedom I felt because I realized it was literally all in my head the whole time. Yeah, I was which like, everything is, you know. That's yeah. what we we can go back all the way to the point that we made in the beginning. Oh, everything, exactly. It everything, all wraps everything, around. It all wraps around. <laughs> Interstellar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poof. <laughs> yeah, for real. yeah. No, literally, that's exactly how it is. Um, yeah. So honestly, that was like the biggest freedom for me was just like finally like realizing. If I can conquer what's up here, I mm. can conquer anything. Damn. Oh, yeah. 
Is so, there um so we're we're gonna wrap it up pretty soon. Yeah, is, go ahead. What's the the last thing you want to tell everybody? Like something like deep, deep, deep. That's why it's called cutting deep. Like, what's oh. the one thing you want to tell? What's the one advice you want to give to everybody listening right now? I would say just in general to as as cheesy as this might seem, like stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like if you're doubt if you're ever doubting yourself, don't like don't just keep going at it. Like keep pushing. And don't ever be scared to ask for help. Like, I was always scared to ask for help because I was always brought up with this, like, independent mentality. Mm -hmm. And coming back to my family was, like, probably the best thing I could have done for myself, Um, especially after being burnt out. Just, like, find things that ground you. Mm -hmm. Find your own truth. Find your foundation. And especially now if you're in your 20s. Right now is the best time to really push yourself to your max. Mm -hmm. Find your limits. Find your limitations in life and really push yourself like to see how far you can actually go. Because after that, your body starts wearing down physically. Yeah. You know, like you want to start like pushing yourself now in your businesses, in your life, in school, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, in your relationships, whatever it is, like just keep pushing yourself. I think for me, that's like the biggest thing. And most of all, keep an open mind. Mm hmm. Because you're not going to value life and, like, treasure life as best as you can if you don't have an open mind. Hell, yeah. So. Y'all hear that? It's loud and clear right here. (laughs) Cutting deep. So, um, this is episode 17. I'm Apex, and we got... Alina Rodriguez. And this has been Cutting Deep. Thank you. Yeah.